the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host. Host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. I get it. Wow. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. You know, I tell you, Noah, <laughs> man, this guest that I have on the show tonight is the person that gave me an opportunity to come on her show. And, uh, and by doing that, uh, gave me an opportunity, uh, with Salem leadership to, uh, actually listen to the show and, and, uh, uh, give me an opportunity to be where I'm at today. Uh, her name is Paula Shaw. Uh, been knowing Paula for at least six years. I met her in the uh, Rotary Club, Rancho Santa Fe Rotary Club. You know, where my organization, the J.C. Cooley Foundation, uh, was a, a a member, I wouldn't say of the club, but we were beneficiaries. And we won three years in a row. <laughs> three years in a row we won the Beneficiary Award for uh, producing the most money uh, p- for producing and uh, a lot of different things to help out uh, uh, the, the at-risk kids. Uh, that's uh, been a part of my program, so... Noah, I tell you, Paula Shaw, you already know who she is. She's a wonderful lady. No, she's great. She's had a radio show here at the station. She still does an amazing podcast. She's just a tremendous individual. I'm glad she got you into the game, my friend, because uh, I can't believe we are 177 shows into this thing. 177 live shows, Noah. (laughs) As of today, 177 live shows? Can you... Uh, that's is that stickability or what? That's stickability, and uh, it's not the end of the road. We are going to be going onwards and upwards with this thing that we call "It's Your Life." So it's exciting times. Well, you, you're right, and uh, it's your life. I tell you, uh, we started this uh, uh, this show, and uh, I, don't, I don't know if you remember Paula. Do uh, I brought a good friend of mine in to uh, when she invited me on the show, uh, Ray Leonard Jr., which is uh, Sugar Ray Leonard. Uh, son uh and i brought him in uh, on the show where she invited me and when steve offered me an opportunity i was scared i'm too much scared to death first of all i thought it was a joke i mean i did and then i looked at paula she said hey jc this is the first time i ever seen him do that <laughs> you know and uh, i tell you 
but I have learned to learn the game and to uh, get an understanding of a radio, live radio, and and just uh, just go out and do what we do best, and that's just being ourselves. You know? If you be yourself every time that you in the room, I mean, you, you don't have to fake, you don't have to do anything, you just yourself. That's what you and I talk about all the time. I mean, there's lots of radio hosts out there. Not all of them are authentic. You get one personality on the air, and they're something completely different in their personal lives. What makes a really good radio host is who you hear on the airwaves. You could meet them in the store, and you'd get exactly the same person. It's the same thing. And I tell you, uh, before we in- introduce this great guest, I want to introduce you to my great uh, co-host, uh, Michelle Cooley, because, uh, Noah, you know, once we brought her on, um, our numbers have been off the roof and, and our topics and, uh, working with you. I mean, uh, you, M- Michelle and myself, we are a team and it's a great uh, team. It's a great team. <laughs> it's a great team. And we're going to continue to bring this message to, um, uh, not just California, but we, we bring it all across the country and some parts of the world. So, Michelle, how are you doing today? I'm doing great today, James. Thank doing great today, Noah. I just want to say this is a great partnership. And um, it was interesting. Uh, before we get started to the show, when we first started, you know, we were a little nervous and everything being live on the show. <laughs> and, um, you know, you didn't really get, you didn't really know us well at all, Noah. And I, and James, you can attest to this. I always told James, I said, James, why don't you get Noah more involved in to the show? Isn't that right? Well, yeah, you did. And I said, well, I, I just, oh, first of all, Noah have to want to be involved. I said, I would mention that to him. And uh, when I mentioned, he said, hey, I've been thinking the same thing. <laughs> I, mean, so I, I love what you guys stood for. I loved, you know, what you brought to the table and just to be a part of this, guys. And also have your friendship, you know, having developed that over the last several months. It's been a true privilege and honor. So thank you for both those things. It is. And uh, I tell you, I want to and I want to get directly to the show because the lady, the young lady that made all this possible, I'm telling you, Noah, a very, very good friend of mine. Every time I call her, she pick up the phone and, JC, what can I do for you? She's always been that way. And I have developed a a strong friendship with this young lady uh, over the the years. And um, I want to get started with this Let's uh, do it with this. So, Michelle, can you first tell our listening audience what the title of the show? The title of today's show is Paula Shaw that on the topic of resiliency. Uh, introduce the purpose of, of tonight's show. The purpose of today's show is getting to know the background of life transitions coach, grief specialist, best-selling author, keynote speaker, and media host Paula Shaw. Learn about her podcast, Change It Up Radio. Discuss why it's hard for people to deal with change. Discuss the topic of resiliency and the role it plays in grief and loss. Steps and actions that can help people find their resiliency. And also discuss the live wave patches. You mentioned resiliency. I mean, that's being able to go the distance. That's being able to go the extra mile. That's being able to uh, just have stickability, stick around because things are not always going to go your way. Can you please introduce this great guest to our listening audience? Yes, Paula Shaw is a life transitions coach and grief specialist. She is also a best-selling author, keynote speaker, and media host on her own show, Change It Up Radio with Paula Shaw. 
For more than 25 years, Paula has been dedicated to helping people navigate the stress of change and challenge using mind, body tools and techniques. She has degrees in education and communications from Long Beach State University, as well as graduate counseling credentials in grief and in addictive disorders from La Loya Marymount University. Paula is the author of several books, including Chakras, The Magnificent Seven, Grief, When Will This Pain Ever End, and our latest book, Saying the Right Thing When You Don't Know What to Say. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, welcomes back Paula Shaw. Paula, how you doing? Welcome back to the show, my friend. Uh, thank you so much, James. I'm doing great, and I am so proud of you guys and what you've evolved here, and it makes me thrilled to know I, I played a little part in it. And as I said earlier, you know, I talk about resiliency. You guys had no idea how to do a radio show. You had been my guest. And, and then Steve had this moment of madness in the hallway and said, why don't you do your own show? And the rest, as they say, is history. And here you are, 177 shows in. And you know what? It struck me, too, even before the show. And, and when you and, and Michelle and I were talking, and Noah, it's like, it's like this is your first week. You both still have your energy up, your enthusiasm. It's, it's just really cool, and I think that's what makes the difference, and that's why you're becoming such a success and why this show is, is really getting out there. It's striking a note with people. And I think, you know, it all comes from the core, and the core of what you and Michelle represent is positive, beautiful, well-intended, service-oriented resiliency. That's what you're teaching kids to do. That's what your life represents. I mean, it's huge. It's huge with you guys. And it, and you can feel it. It's palpable. It, 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 it is huge. And uh, I tell you, I still want to thank you for giving me an opportunity uh, because you did not have to invite me on your show. And, uh, <laughs> and that was God's plan. Yes, uh, that was God planning. I Everything so. that Michelle and I do is uh, based on on the Lord, and so uh, that opportunity was God plan, and you you set it up for us. But Paula, uh, right before the break, can you uh, uh, remind our listening audience where you grew up and a little bit about your background? Okay, uh, well, I was born originally in Man- Manhattan, but only stayed until uh, I don't know. Two or three. Luck, I always say, luckily for me, before I really got a heavy New York accent, you know. So I, I don't say dog and I don't say office, though I love hearing people that do. But we left New York when I was quite young, and I grew up mostly here in Southern California. I lived originally in L.A., in what is now the Watts area, and then my parents moved us to Orange County. And so I grew up in Buena Park. And uh, currently reside in San Diego, so I'm pretty much what they'd call a SoCal girl. Wow! <laughs> you know, uh, I know you know my wife is from New York, and I know she want to say something. She can say something real quickly, but we got to take a break. So, uh, Michelle. Paula, I'm born and raised in the city, in New York City, and yes, we do sound like that. However, my accent comes out a little bit more when I get around my New York City people. Oh, yes. But yours has a a sophistication, Michelle. You know, in fact, until you just said that, I hadn't really associated you with New York. But I like to tease, you know, when I do an extreme accent, when I do my New York accent, 
Awesome. But I do have a couple of clients in the East that actually talk like that. Wow. I'll tell you what. <laughs> we're going to take a station break. But we're going to come back. And we're going to continue this great conversation with Paula Shaw. I tell you, we got a lot coming your way. It's your life. I'm James Coley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley, available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer, San Diego, streaming now on smart speakers and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and uh, I tell you, we got this absolutely wonderful, fantastic, gorgeous now, when I, I, you know, I'm mad. My wife is here, and, and she watched. She, she, she looking at this gorgeous uh, young lady right here, and uh, she's absolutely fantastic. But um, and she's bringing it. I mean, she we we talking about resiliency. Uh, but Noah, one thing that I forgot to mention in the beginning of the show, I thought you that, completely forgot about it. No, mm-hmm. no, man. And I have to do this because you know sometimes we get in the middle of the week. You know what the day is, Noah? It's hot. Now that was good, but I actually want to hear Michelle do it. Yes. It's hop day! I tried. Hey, let's get Paula to try it. Oh my god, I was afraid that was going to happen. Hey, Paula, what day is it? Hump day! 
It's hump day. We have just and, taken uh, the James Cooley show to the next level. <laughs> it is hump day. It's uh, you know, it's hump day, and I tell you, uh, a lot of times, just like I always say, that you know, after having a wonderful weekend. Monday and Tuesday, we kind of take our time about getting back into the, the system of the program. And, you know, our levels are not as high as they are. It t- sometimes it takes. They are now. <laughs> but, 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 uh, today after hearing, uh, these two young ladies, uh, Noah, you and I normally do this. After hearing both of them do that, it is hump day. It is. And, and I tell you, and we are talking about, what are we talking about, Michelle? We are talking about on the. We're talking about resiliency. We are talking about resiliency with Paula Shaw. And we're talking about resiliency. And uh, no, I really want to get off into this one because uh, a lot of times, uh, just like uh, people want to give up, uh, they don't want to put forth their best effort. Uh, uh, and and times are hard. I'd say it's easy to get uh, discouraged nowadays, JC. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is, man. Mm-hmm. And, and we need someone like Paula to help enlighten us, encourage us uh, to uh, understand that uh, uh, your current situation is not your final destination. Right. You know, so. Mm. Well put, JC. <laughs> I love that. You know, so Paula, mm. getting that, and I know I'm listening to so I'm, I'm checking everything out, and we got a lot of viewers on <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. right now. And Paula, can you tell I listen to us a little bit about uh, your bio, which is states your grief and addict disorder and all the things that uh, that you are doing to help our society out. And you're doing a whole lot because this is your fourth time on my show. And I plan <laughs> on I plan on having you on another uh, hundred times. I mean, if you allow us, <laughs> of course, I'll <laughs> allow you. Well, you know, J.C. and Michelle. And Noah, (laughs) I know you're there. Um, Originally, I was trained to be an addictive disorders counselor, drugs and alcohol and that sort of thing. And I realized that underneath a lot of people's addictive behaviors was grief. There was loss that had never been resolved and healed. And, And then I realized as I went Further into my training, I developed a specialization in grief therapy. And then I realized that beneath it, that, that actually grief tends to be associated just with death, but any loss can create grief because grief's the normal natural response to loss. So when I realized that, then I started looking at, okay, what creates loss? And pretty much what creates loss is change. Some kind of a change in a person, a place, a thing, a circumstance that you're used to and comfortable with, that change creates upheaval and loss and grief. So for change to happen, something's got to go, right? Because if everything's the same... There's no change. And so when there's change, there's loss. And for some people, loss just knocks them right out of the ballpark. It just sends them reeling or puts them into paralysis. And I realize people need help. 
navigating change. They need help figuring it out. And, and that's when I really started specializing in my work in being what I call a life transition coach. Because life transitions are going to happen, right? Change is coming, whether we want it or not. But not everybody knows what to do with change. And, and this word resiliency we started talking about, just it came to me when I was launching the fall season of my podcast, Change It Up Radio. It came to me that resiliency is kind of the path back to life from loss. As you put it, you know, it's when you can get back on the horse, when you can can find your energy again, your your zeal, your joie de vivre, you know, that when you find something to motivate you to try again, that's resiliency. And it's critical, critical to dealing with loss and change. Paula, um, you mentioned that on your podcast, Change It Up Radio, you're discussing resiliency this mm-hmm. season. Um, what is likely to facilitate resiliency in the face of grief, in your opinion? Ooh, that is a great question, Michelle. Um, I think that resiliency initially has to originate in self-love. It has to originate with valuing yourself enough that something not going your way or something causing upheaval isn't enough to throw you off from what you desire or what you're trying to create or what you're trying to achieve. So if you love yourself enough, and then, and secondly, then if you love your goal or your dream enough, that helps to give you the energy to get back in there and fight again. Because failure's tough, isn't it? I mean, none of us likes to fail. We love to succeed, but, but we all do fail. And, and almost every successful thing that's ever existed began with some level of failure. I mean, just today I was talking to someone and it was like 200 and some odd people turned Walt Disney down on funding for Disneyland. And I think we all got to agree that's one of the best things that was ever created. I remember hearing Jack Canfield say 43 publishers turned him down for Chicken Soup for the Soul. It was the 44th one that made it happen. And look what Chicken Soup for the Soul has done. And so I think, you know, hearing stories like that helps to bolster us up because uh, failure and, and grief and those kinds of emotions tend to drain our energy. But, but if we begin with loving and having passion for our idea, for what we want to create, and for ourselves then I think that fuels resiliency. I think Noah has a question. Oh, I do. I thought you had another question, Michelle. That's that's okay. Um, You know, Paula, the the pandemic the last year and a half plus Mm. has affected us all. I think it's safe to say whether you've contracted COVID, whether somebody you know has contracted COVID, or even if you haven't, there's been definitely a mental toll that it has taken on absolutely everybody. In my mind, especially the children. 
So can you explain uh, why people maybe should take inventory, mental inventory, regardless of maybe they don't think that they've had anything traumatic happen to them, just to be sure that they're mentally Mm. on the right path? You know, I love that question, Noah. And, And it brings to mind something I read recently, that the psychologists are saying in the literature that there's a condition that's existing among a lot of people right now as a result of the pandemic. They're calling it languishing, which I think is an interesting word. We all have different pictures that come to our mind when we think of languishing. But what the psychologists are saying is languishing is the opposite of flourishing. So it's kind of like you don't have your full steam but you're also not paralyzed, but you're finding it hard to find the motivation to really get in there and make it happen. And a lot of people are suffering with that. And in addition to that, what I'm seeing a lot of, particularly with the young people, anxiety. Mm. You know, like first it was depression because they were tired of being in their bedrooms on the computer all day, every day. But then the idea of going back to campus started creating a lot of angst. Remember all that peer pressure that we've all dealt with and worrying if you had the right outfit or the right hairdo or the right makeup? All of that suddenly came back into play. So, yeah, the kids, I think kids from every level, even the smallest in preschool, have all had to deal with change. Change equals loss and loss equals grief. Really quickly, Paula, before we go to break, we got got a couple of minutes left, especially with the young people. So they're dealing with this trauma. Maybe they even now they've started to recognize it Mm -hmm. in 30 seconds to a minute. What's a solution to at least take an initial first step to make sure that they are able to not only mentally acknowledge it, but to start the healing process? Oh, cool question. Well, let's remember all angst, all anxiety lives in the future. I'm worrying about something that's going to happen. So what I would suggest is pull yourself right into the moment. What's true now? Take those what-if questions, which produce fear and anxiety, and turn them into what-is questions. And usually, if we look at what is in our world right now, it's not nearly as scary as what we imagine could happen when we get into what-if Wow, you know, don't want to, don't want to even break this up. But we got to take a station break because we got to pay the bills, <laughs> you know. But I tell you, I listen, audience. I hope that you're locking in on this great information that uh, my great guest Paula Shaw is uh, putting out. Because when we get back, we're gonna delve deeply off into resiliency. I tell you, continue to listen. We'll be back. With Is Your Life, I'm James Cooley, shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gifts of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. 
It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must-listen-to for anyone who thinks they are stuck in life or need to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. It's the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger, better, and a more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley, available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Noah Dingley here, producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. Streaming now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and uh, I tell you, just uh, sitting back, uh, enjoying uh, this great guest, Paula Shaw, and uh, we're talking about resiliency. And uh, I tell you, I'm going to ask Paula to really explain what that means, because uh, she just uh, uh, restarted her fantastic, absolutely wonderful podcast. And, uh, it's a needed resource, JC. It really is. <laughs> it, it is a needed resource. And Paula is needed all over the world uh, because she is so wonderful. I'm not just saying that just because she's on the show tonight. I'm saying that because I know this young lady and I know how wonderful she is. You know, so. Uh, hey, Paula. Yes, now, we, we, talk, we, we talk about resiliency. Mm-hmm. Can you explain to our listening audience exactly what you mean by that? And exactly how this ties into hip healing a lot of the problems that we have in society, especially mental illness or mental health. Mm. Well, you know that line that we've we've heard for so many years, when you fall off the horse, what do you do? You get back on it, right? Yeah. Absolutely. And when you were a little kid and you fell off your bike... Your parents encouraged you to get back on it, to try again, 
to not let life circumstances defeat you. And I mean, you know, we all know, particularly as we've been saying, we've all lived through a pandemic. The first time any of, in any of our lifetimes, anything like this has happened. And in the midst of it all, there was a presidential election. There was a ton of fear. Nobody really knew what the virus was. Nobody really knew, you know, how dangerous it was. Remember, we were wiping off our shoes and our groceries and everything in the beginning. I mean, it was like life was insane. And for a lot of people, that created a lot of fear. Now, we all know that we deal deal with things differently, right? So when life gives you fear... You're either going to say, that's not going to stop me. I'm, I'm not afraid. I'll get back in there anyway. Or you may get very scared. You may get paralyzed. You may find it impossible to keep going. And that's really what we see in extreme depression. I think depression is rampant since the pandemic began. It's starting to improve a bit now, but when all those people were shut up in their homes without the ability to go socialize with other humans, that's not a good situation for most of us. There are a few of the the true introverts who loved (laughs) having to stay home alone every day during the pandemic, but for the most part, and particularly for children, which Noah brought up in the conversation a little bit ago, children need to socialize. They need to learn how to operate with other folks. And for them to be on computers, oh, that broke my heart. It's just not even good for them. You know, I used, I began as an elementary school teacher. I taught first, second, and third grade. And I'm telling you, if those kids could not get out on that playground and run around a little bit and talk to each other and yell and scream and laugh... It would have been so hard for them to actually sit down and learn their letters and their sounds, excuse me, after that. So we, we are herding mammals. Humans are herding mammals. That means we need the herd and we like the herd and we grow within the herd in our interactions with each other and our relationships. That's how we grow. That's how we figure out who we are, and how we want to operate in our worlds. So resiliency is that that place that people can go when they say, that's not taking me out. I'm not done yet. I'm going to get back on that horse. I'm going to fight. I'm going to find a new way. How about the fact that all the restaurants that survived figured out how to set up tables in their parking lots or on the sidewalk? That's resiliency. They didn't succumb to defeat. They found a new way. And that's an important piece of resiliency, finding a new way. I agree with all of that, Paula. And I know, especially in the pandemic, but really in life, we Mm -hmm. we all are faced with loss and grief. And so maybe sometimes it's hitting, I hate using the term, but, you know, rock bottom, maybe you've, you know, you've lost somebody to COVID or somebody, somebody has died from some other unfortunate circumstance that can really, you know, and I'll put it out there on the air right now. I'm dealing with my grandmother has progressing, progressing dementia, excuse me. Mm. And it's really hard on me. Yeah. 
One thing that I find that is very helpful is, as you just said, we need the herd and we want the herd is talking to my friends that can coach me through it. And I'll Mm -hmm. say it also on air, somebody like JC, who I've developed a friendship with, and that is really getting me through Mm -hmm. and keeping me positive. So what is likely to uh, kind of bring itself up in the, you know, as resiliency when you're facing that grief? How do you uh, how do you get to that initial first step to say, you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get past this. Wow, that's just such a great question, Noah. So the first thing when when that upheaval comes, when the unwelcome change comes, you got to express whatever it is you're feeling. If it's tears, if it's anger, if it's frustration, if it's sadness, whatever it is, expressing the feelings is critical. Because if we don't feel them, feel them first, then express them, we get stuck with them. And that's not the way we heal. So what you're doing is so wise because you're seeking out others. And in those conversations, you're expressing your feelings. And dementia is particularly brutal. I I have several clients who are dealing with um, a partner who's got dementia or Alzheimer's. And in my opinion, it's sort of like this long, torturous, drawn-out grief Mm. because the loss happens in stages over time. It's not just, boom, somebody's here, boom, they're gone, and now we deal with it. No, they're all the changes that come as the different phases and stages of dementia uh, evolve. So that's a really tough one. Really, it is. But 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 thank you for that. And I think I hope that people listen to that because it really is, as you said, acknowledging it and then taking those emotions that you're dealing with and not bottling up them up inside Mm -hmm. and not saying, you know what, I'm stronger than these emotions. No, deal with them and talk about them. Mm Yes, because pushing them away, which is what a lot of people do, they think, well, I got to be strong. I got to be tough for the kids. You know, I got to set a good example. No, the best example you can set is letting them see your tears, your humanity, because then you're teaching them that it's okay to express those feelings. It's okay to be human. Well said. Mm. Paula, is there such a thing as a person keeping a positive attitude in the midst of adversity such as loss and grief? Yes, and and I think actually that can be a very genuine state, Michelle. But but first, you've got to do what we were just saying. You got to feel the the pain. Too often people move try to move to being strong and being positive before they've really expressed what's real. Remember, authenticity is critical to healing from loss. Authenticity means I'm I'm being who I really am. I'm feeling what I really feel. I'm I'm expressing what is real for me. Now once I do that, then I mean let's use Noah for an example. Maybe he's having a really tough day. He just spent time with his grandmother and, and just the immensity of it is, is hitting him and weighing him down. If he goes and sits with some friends and first talks honestly about his pain, that very same gathering can eventually turn to some laughter and maybe even going to get a beer or hanging out, watching the football game or something. But that positivity 
peace can't authentically come until the genuine emotion that's going on there has has been expressed. Wow. You, you're absolutely right. And, and Noah, I mean, your question was on spot. And, well, and uh, I just thought it was relevant, James, because, you know, dealing with it now and actually at the beginning, I told myself, I'm being completely honest. I said, you know what? No, my mom's having a hard time. She's very close to her mother. I'm super close to my grandmother, but I got to be the strong guy. I got to be that takes it for the team. And the more that I struggled with it and found it just really taking its toll on me. I needed to allow myself to feel those emotions. And when I did, it's actually, it's a difficult situation, but it's become easier. And there's been a weight kind of lifted off my shoulders. And, you know, Noah, you and I talk, uh, we done talk for the last six, seven days. And yeah. we're both in this similar situation, but um, we have to be strong. We, we, we both have to be strong. And having Paula on this show tonight kind of gives me strength and i hope that she gives you strength oh she is as well tremendous you know what you, know. you guys if i can add something a little story from my own life that that and clear up this idea that we have to be strong we have to be wise we have to be handling it well back in the day i started going to al-anon because my husband was a recovering alcoholic and i remember sitting with my therapist one day and saying you know, I love going to these meetings, and I'm learning so much, and, and I, I share what I'm learning, and I share when, when some little victory happens for me, but I notice that after the meeting, nobody ever comes over and tries to engage me in conversation, mm. and he said, hmm, who are they talking to? And I said, well, this one gal, she's a, she'll come into the meeting and go, well, I screwed up again. I'm a mess again. I'll be coming to these rooms for the rest of my life. And then she tells what she, how she screwed up. And he said, do you ever share when you screw up? And I realized, no, I was only sharing when I figured out something or when I did it right or some piece of wisdom I thought I had gained. So the next week... I had a big screw-up, and I shared that, and must have been 11 women came over and started talking to me. So when we share our vulnerability, other people have something to connect to because they know they're not perfect. They know they're not doing it right all the time. Wow. You know, we're going to take a station break, but uh, I want to leave with if you share what you're going through and if you share your story, that might enlighten other people to step forward, just like what you just said, Paula. Yeah. yeah. And and be able to come f- straight forward and share their story. I tell you, we're gonna be back shortly after the break, and we're gonna continue this great conversation with Paula Shaw. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals 
individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley, available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 North County AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And, uh, I, I don't even know where to start with this renewal because um. We got the fantastic, the fabulous Paula Shaw, and and I tell you, and Paula, you, I tell you this every time, it's always a pleasure having you on the show because you always gonna bring insight into our listeners, or who might be experiencing challenges or might not. Uh, uh, have a clear understanding of certainty, and there's a lot of uncertainty there. Mm-hmm. But it's just how you put it, how you say it, how genuine you are. Because a lot of the things that we talk about when you're on the show, you experience those yourself. Yes. And uh, actually experiencing these things and sharing uh, what it is, it's like a um, I, I'm sure you read my book. I talk about what, what I call the six T's and uh, the last of the six T's. If you don't share uh, your story on what you went through, you know, the last of the six, six T's is you got to tell somebody. You got to tell somebody about it. You got to share your story uh, because you might be able to say them three or four of those T's. You know, so (laughs) (laughs) you scared me for a minute there, JC. (laughs) I didn't mean to scare you, but I mean, it's all about sharing. It's it's, it's about testimony. Testimony. I hear you. It's so important to share. You know, that's what we were just talking about, right? We're herding mammals. We need to get together and talk to each other. That's how we thrive. And, And by sharing your testimony, on what got you through whatever situation or circumstances mm. it's people in the world. And, and this show is, is national. I mean, it's more than just California. People listen to all over, all over the world. Uh, you might be able to help them out. And I, I'm just so thrilled, uh, to have you on the show. Now listen to audience. If you're just not tuning into the show, we're talking to Paula's show. And what we're talking about is resiliency. And she is so wonderful. She's absolutely wonderful in everything that she do. I am so happy to call her my friend and so happy that uh, every time I call, she answered the phone and said, okay, JC, <laughs> I, I got something for you. 
Paula, um, you're talking about, you know, um, going through the grief and the loss of the other change or impact of something that has happened in your life. Mm-hmm. What is now you also mentioned being your authentic self. Sometimes when we're not dealing with the grief and loss, it can come out in negative ways, such as irritability mm-hmm. at the job or irritability at the home. And sometimes, you know, the person or going through it might inadvertently take out their, they're not being able to deal with it or not being their authentic self out on their friends or loved ones. How, what do you, what is your thoughts on that? And how can a person not project that on others? That is such a great question, Michelle. I swear uh, three quarters of my parenting was saying to my children, even if you're upset You don't have the right to mistreat someone else. And I say that to all levels of people. You know, when I say we need to feel our feelings and we need to express them, we need to do that in an appropriate way. We can't just walk around breaking dishes and kicking the dog and yelling at everybody, right? You know, because we're humans and we have feelings. And sometimes the damage we cause during one of those tirades might take a lot of doing to undo, or it may be something that can't be undone. So I think it's very important that we are kind. You know, I saw a stone the other day. I was on my walk, and I was troubled about some things, and there was a stone someone had painted and was sitting in the garden, and it said, be kind. And I love that. I think if we all had that as our little daily mantra, it would guide us no matter what we experience because we all have a heart. We all have feelings. And even when yours is break, your heart is breaking and your feelings are not good ones, you don't want to hurt someone else. So what I think is, is the best way to handle that is honesty. When I was a school teacher, sometimes I'd come in and things were going on at home that were upsetting or maybe I hadn't really slept well. And rather than yell at my students, I would say right up front, Mrs. Shaw is not feeling very good today and it's not your fault. It's just I'm just not really feeling great. So if you guys could help me out and like really be extra special, wonderful today, that would be great. And those kids were amazing. Amazing. So maybe give your friends, give your family a heads up and just say, hey, not at my best today and I don't want to bite your head off and you haven't done anything wrong, but, you know, it's me and I own it right here and right now, but it's what's real for me. You know, something that I find, Paula, that's really helpful is when I'm especially dealing with emotions and trying to get in touch with them, too, um, and I'd like your thoughts on this, is I go somewhere that either is special for me or if I'm thinking about somebody in particular that I'm having a hard time with, whether it's an illness or a death or maybe there's a, it's a strained relationship, and I go somewhere that's important to us as the two people or to them personally. And it really helps me connect with what I'm trying to feel. What do you think about that? I love that. And, and you know, Noah, I am actually one of the pioneers in the field of energy psychology. So we don't just look at what you're feeling, you know, in, in the physical, we look at the whole energetic picture 
when you go to that special place, there's an energy there that is created in you, and there's actually an energy there that you feel congruent with. So it actually is helping you heal on other levels. I love that idea, and and it must be that's why cemeteries evolved over time, right? People needed to go to a place to try to connect with the person they loved that they had lost Mm. through death. Wow. You know, Paula, Mm. (laughs) that's that's, that's a tough one right there, what you just uh, conveyed, but it's true. Uh, I I have to ask you this question, Paula, because I've been knowing you for almost seven years and you have not aged at all. <laughs> I mean, you are absolutely. I love uh, you. <laughs> you're absolutely beautiful. Now, I know, I know we're down to the last three minutes of the show. Yes. But you you got to tell me what your secret is. <laughs> how do you stay, uh, I mean, how do you stay beautiful like this? I'm about, I mean, I, I age, Michelle age, you don't. Uh, Well, I don't think you and Michelle age, but (laughs) I'll try and give it to you in a nutshell. Um, One one, one minute or less. (laughs) That's what I figured. Meditation and prayer, good food, lots of sleep, and my secret sauce is the LifeWave phototherapy patches that have no drugs or chemicals, but they're actually age-reversing. They activate stem cells, so... I have stem cells creating collagen and getting rid of wrinkles and doing that kind of stuff. So I swear by them, and my parents use them. They're in their 90s, and they are both lucid. My mother looks fabulous. Her skin still glows. My dad's hair is shiny. Um, So, yeah, we're big lovers of the LifeWave phototherapy patches. No drugs and chemicals. That's the best part. You got to tell me how I can get some of them patches. Cause uh, I, I, I mean, you got to tell me. I, I, I want to know more about it when we get off the air. Uh, what's the name of them patches again? Life Wave Phototherapy Patches. And if anybody else out there that hears this show wants to know more, feel free to reach out to me. I'm happy to share the good news with you. I am going to reach out to you and, uh, <laughs> I, I just I, I hope I didn't embarrass you by saying that, but uh, no, you, honey. You, you know you, when a girl's seventy-one <laughs> and she gets a compliment you like that, what? <laughs> you, you what? I just had my seventy-first birthday last <laughs> month. <laughs> Paula, you don't look any older than fifty. Oh, bless your heart, honey. That's why um, I'll do your show anytime you ask me, JC. <laughs> hey, Noah, man, this is uh this was an absolute fantastic, fantastic. Show. Mm. I am going to have to get her back on, and I'm gonna say uh, uh, one month. Uh, I know you're gonna say five weeks, but um, I just want to uh, say, JC, I would do it. You uh, want to hear me say that? Yes, JC, I am yours anytime. Okay. Hey, Noah, we're going to make this happen. We got to make it happen sooner rather than later. Sooner mm-hmm. rather than later. Hey, Paula, I want to thank you so much mm-hmm. for taking the time to come on the James Cooley Show. Thank you. Life. Thank you. Uh, and JC, can I say one quick thing? I just launched a new website, paulashaw.com, and there's a great gift that's free on there that's 20 things to say and not to say to people in emotional pain and helping you with the five steps of a supportive, comforting conversation. Go there and grab that gift. So what, what's that uh, website again? paulashaw.com. 
Paula show. I will be looking it up. Michelle will be looking it up. Uh, Yay. I want, I want to thank you for taking the time to come on my show. Mm. I'd like to thank my great uh, co-host, Michelle Cooley, who's always here. I'd like to thank my fabulous, fantastic producer, Noah Dingley. Most importantly, I'd like to thank our listening audience for tuning in every night uh, to the James Cooley show. We are looking for sponsors so we can continue to bring this great message. We'll be back tomorrow. Same time, same place. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been The James Cooley Show. It's your life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.